1: All right, 3 o'clock, great to have you with us on a Tuesday. Odyssey.com Rewind, if you missed anything, uh, it's my favorite time of year. Week one in the books for our colleges. You play a bunch of these deadbeat poverty programs, and everybody wants to have these grandiose takeaways. Now, it's no secret. Outside of players getting hurt, I don't really, there are no takeaways. I don't take anything away from Michigan against East Carolina. East Carolina is horrific. This is not a good ECU team. It's a team that lost everything, and they were good last year. Okay? I don't take much away. I don't take the good. I don't take the bad. Did you get out healthy? It's the same thing with Michigan State. I don't take a whole lot out of it. Now, with that said, that doesn't mean you don't. So this is the fun is I want to know what you took out of your team's performance this weekend. I, 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 all overreactions are welcome. Oh, All bold takes are welcome. I'll give you an example. The thing that was most jarring to me, Ohio State looks awful. Ryan Day looks like he is disconnected with his players, his staff, his scheme, the whole bit. Is that a hot take? You're damn right it is. Is it overreaction? Probably. Mm-hmm. But Rico, I told you before the season, Michigan is returning their quarterback, and Ohio State's breaking in a new one or two. And you see the difference. Yeah. And I don't care if you're playing construction dummies. You see the difference.
0: Yeah. Looks like for the first time in about 20 years, Ohio State can't replace a top quarterback with another top quarterback. Now, it's, it's overreaction. It is. But that's the name of the
1: segment now. Now, what did you take away from Michigan and Michigan State? Because you actually
0: value these preseason matches. <laughs> don't. Tell me. I don't value them. You could only look bad because if you win, you're supposed to win. For Michigan, it was a little concern that you weren't able to pad the stats of Coram and Edwards. I thought each would have over 100 yards. Instead, it was JJ that led the team. Now, I know, you know, we've often said, hey, you got to let JJ go out there and throw the ball around. That's the only way that you were winning the game. You were struggling. And I know you be like, well, they really weren't trying. Actually, you were. And you weren't able to run the ball. And Corm had that one big run. But other than that, he really didn't do much. I think Edwards finished with like 37 yards. For Michigan State, man, good old Jay Johnson. You, you just can't make things happy. You can't make Spartan fans happy. Fourth and one twice. You'll never convince me that turning a ball and hanging off 5 yards behind the line of scrimmage is a smart play, especially when watching what the Eagles and Jalen Hurts has shown you. Go under center, have everybody push him forward, pick up first down. But I will say this. Mike, Michigan State may have a kicker. They may have a kicker. Oh, a 47 yard kick and the fans clapped. <laughs> Partly sarcastically, but it was like, is this what it feels like to have a real kicker? Yes. But other than that, yeah, that those are the things that I took away. The other, nationally, FSU is the best team in America. Where is it? There's your takeaway. Yeah, For Florida State, because I, I look, Alabama breaking in a new QB. We'll find out what he can do against Texas. I, I don't know what Georgia is. No, Georgia's that's my whole point yeah, about the Georgia's top 25.
1: Like you know what? Georgia, oh, well, they're defending national title. Who cares? It's yeah. last year. Yeah. They don't play anybody. Florida State went out and beat a top 10 team and beat the brakes off. Okay, FSU's the best team in America.
0: And, and that's what I would say. If you went out there and you played a top team in week one, I can now judge your team a little bit better. Or if you played a power five team in last week one. Last
1: year, Georgia took on Oregon and destroyed them. There was no doubt they were the best team in America. Right. So, if you wanted an overreaction from week one, I'll give it to you. FSU is the best team in the country. Locally, look, I didn't walk away impressed by either of our teams. Clearly, Michigan's the better team. But neither performance was like, wow,
0: this is dreamy. I mean, it was largely flat. Yeah, Michigan gets, what, another six, seven weeks to iron things out and make sure that they are ready for the playoffs. State, you got a week. To get ready for Michael Penix, and watching him, Mike, his passes are just so effortless. Do you want? Do you want the other? Here, I'll give you another hot take.
1: It's right in your wheelhouse. Not USC, not Georgia, not not Tennessee, not any of these other schools. The best offense in America is Washington. Yeah. Watching them decapitate Boise the way they did it, they could have scored eighty. Their passing game is just. It's it's video game. It's by. like Cooper Cup is everywhere. Yeah. How is this guy open? Right. Everyone's open all the time. And Penix throws
0: <laughs> bullets. <laughs> it's like, right, right and he just flicks the wrist 45 yards, and the receiver's wide open by 10 yards. Right. Now, again, they played Boise. They were
1: 14-point favorites. They demolished them. At least Boise has a semblance of being a functioning team. Michigan and Michigan State, I'd love to hear your guys' takeaways. I'd love
0: to hear your overreactions. uh, Yeah. And I I got a feeling that uh, James Franklin may have had some money on the game because with seven seconds to go. I know. Instead of taking a knee, let's run the quarterback sneak. Let's get that touchdown. Let's cover. I could have taken a knee. Didn't need (laughs) to do any of that. The (laughs)
1: other game that happened in was Ball State, Kentucky. Ball State was up down 23, getting 25 and a half. The game's over. Kentucky leaves all their starters in clock is running and they're passing the ball. Mm-hmm. And on the last play of the game, they pop a 30 yard run for a touchdown. And you're like, what exactly was your plan here? Mm-hmm. Horrible beat. If you were on that one, two, four, eight, five, three, nine, 97, 97. I'd love to know where people are at with it. If you watch Michigan, give me that takeaway. Michigan state. It's the same deal. I am not going to play this game. You want me to tell you what MSU is or isn't. We'll see it. Two weeks from now against UW. For Michigan, I I don't even know when their first real game is. That's not me being dismissive. There's nothing I can take out of you playing a game as 36-point favorites. You can't, outside of injury, you cannot
0: take anything from that. Michigan's first real game would be Michigan State if Michigan State follows the script and wins some games along the way. If not, your first real games at Penn State – And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, yeah,
1: good luck. And, wait, and let, me, let me say this, too, because I know Michigan fans are the most insecure people in the world. Like, no one is saying you're not good. But anything you're going to bring up to me, I'll say we already knew. Well, you know, J.J. looks
0: talented.
1: Duh. It's never been an issue of talent. It's been an issue of actual production.
0: Actual in the big games, not fumbling it or turning it over. Yeah, like Florida State, it could be an overreaction, but you went out against LSU. LSU, I believe, was favored. They were. You handled them. There was never – that you were down at halftime 17-14, and you murdered them on national TV. And maybe I'm a weirdo, you know. No, I'm not
1: triggered because Keon Coleman caught touchdowns. He's a good player. Yeah. Like – He's in the right
0: system. Well, yeah, they're, they're it's it's Mike Norvell. Yeah, they're going to throw go four and five receivers. He's going to flourish. If that's going to trigger you as a Spartan fan, I suggest you don't watch college football this year. Well, no, he would not have done this at Michigan State. No,
1: because Jay Johnson is not that dude. He's just not. Ask yourself where. Here's my takeaway. Jay Johnson is paid like a top 20 offensive coordinator. I don't think he's in the top 50. Because I don't think Jay Johnson would get a Power 5 job
0: if he lost this one. I tell you that. Hey, all I know, what Western Western get a new coach this year, David? Yes, I don't think they interviewed him, so that should let you know in state. That what? Like Western had Western football got a new football. You're right, and, and Jay Johnson was not on the. Jay interview Johnson list. wasn't on the interview list, so that. Oh yeah, okay, not that now, he should be, but yeah, this is one where in state you're the offensive coordinator for one of the schools. Let's pick up the phone and see. Maybe you just want that head coaching gig and you don't mind coming to a group of five school. Nah. No. No, I mean, that, that, my big, my big takeaway there like, did
1: Noah Kim play better as the game went on? Yes. Well, okay, great. I'll see you against Washington. I want to know what the takeaways are. Like, if I offer you one national and one local, there you go. I mean, Michigan State, I, I don't know. I can't. Central doesn't even have a functioning passing game. I can't give the defense all these roses.
0: The one more national, and I think it comes with an apology. What? Colorado's going to be better than I thought. Define better. Colorado will make a bowl game. Disagree. I did not think that Colorado would, Mike. I look at that schedule. They have six wins that they can get. Now you think they have six? The element of surprise just went out the window.
1: Second of all, I told you TCU was going to fall on her face this year. And third, if you think Travis Hunter is playing 129 snaps every week, he was ready to play more. Yeah, right. He says
0: that now. Let's see in week six. I mean, it, Mike, it's possible they could. Now it's a little bit of fool's goal, but going into their game against at Oregon, they could be three and zero. That's half. You are need six, and you still get to play Stanford, Arizona State. I love. I love how now, because of one win on opening week, they're just going to. Beat everyone they're supposed to. No, get. no, no. I'm looking at winnable games. That's why I said they'll make a bowl. I'm not saying it's going to be a great bowl. I didn't think they were going to win three games. I'm willing to say. The over-under, by the way, went from three and a half to five and a half.
1: I would take the over. i six. still take the under. Okay. Still take the under. I, I think now that we've seen it on tape, now you know how they're going to execute their offense. Yeah, their defense is not great. Uh, by not great, you mean terrible? <laughs> 2485399797 oh, sorry semantics david what was your overreaction takeaway week 1
0: yeah my local overreaction is michigan is not making the college football playoff uh penn state's going to win the big 10 if we can't get sacks on ecu and if we can't run the ball on ecu then i'm sorry we cannot beat penn state not saying ohio state cuz ohio state didn't look great this weekend they looked horrible but michigan can't beat penn state like that uh, my national overreaction, Penix is going to be the Heisman Trophy winner this year. He looked outstanding against Boise State. I know people say, oh, it's Boise State. Boise State's projected to win their conference.
1: And second of all, look, if I put Boise State in the Big Ten, all right, they're better than Northwestern. They're better than Purdue. They're better than Illinois. Hey man, quit looking at my power rankings. They're better than <laughs> Rutgers. They're better than Maryland. They're better than Michigan State. Boise with that, that Dalen Green kid who's 6'6", 240, a quarterback. Look, man, Boise would be better than five or six Big Ten teams. That's no great shakes. I'm just making a point. Stop acting like you're the, that Washington played Georgia's schedule. I don't even know who Georgia played. Is it
0: Tennessee A&M? Right. Oregon's playing Portland State. No, we're not talking about Portland State here.
1: <laughs> and Penix, by the way, if you want the reference material, it's something special. 29 of 40 for 450 and five touchdowns. And he, he could
0: have had more easily. Uh, Mike, as you said, it was the Cooper Cup. How was every receiver all the time? And it wasn't like a 5-yard pass and receiver. No, no, no. 40 yards on a rope receiver 10 yards behind the defense. It's
1: it's it's all the time. Everyone's open all the time in that team. It's unreal. I mean, Adunze or whatever his name is, you know he's awesome. It's everyone else. I- I'm sitting
0: there like, man, I- you know I like Michael Penix, and I'm like, he- he's going to get that Heisman Trophy moment in Spartan Stadium. It's going to be like when you saw the C.J. Stroud highlights and you just kept seeing all the touchdowns that he threw because he threw for seven in the first quarter. Talk about PTSD, David. Man, I had to turn that game off. Like, I, I like Washington. I like Penix, but – they should be playing you guys. 248-539-9797. <laughs> we'll get to your
1: calls next.